Maverick News presents The Rick Walker Show Defrag your mind Good evening everyone Welcome back to the Maverick News Channel I am going to turn this off hang on distractions distractions but we are back tonight starting an hour later than usual be I've been uh, taking care of some technical things here um, I don't know why somebody's calling me right now but we will get back to them later Ah, so many distractions. Where do I begin tonight? Joe Biden's memory? I almost forgot. <laughs> That's a, a big issue tonight. He had a news conference responding to the, uh, the mounting concern about his cognitive decline. We'll get into it. Um, Justin Trudeau. Is pretty pissed, he says. His words. Because of cuts by Bell Media, which owns CTV in Canada, laying people off again, even though they're receiving millions of dollars in tax money. We're financing a private media company and they promised to increase local news coverage. And what did they do? They hacked and slashed. And now JT is fit to be tied. We'll show you his reaction tonight. He also has a reaction to Tucker Carlson's interview of Vladimir Putin last night. A lot of people do. There's been a lot of propaganda surrounding that as well. So we'll touch on that subject. And we'll give you guys a chance to weigh in on the conversation. Going to try the new phone system again and see if we have the technical bugs worked out of it. So there will be a new phone number. In fact, what I'll do is I'll put the phone number on the, on the screen right now because I'd like to do, you know, a fair amount of call-in tonight if we can, if everything works. And the new number is going to be... Right there on the bottom of the screen. See there? 1-888-722-1077. 1-888-722-1077. I will let that scroll on the bottom of the screen for a little while because I know some of you probably have a number saved in your phone's memory and you might want to take that number down because you're going to have to physically punch the numbers in tonight but there's the number 1-888-722-1077 to join the conversation this evening so let me take a quick break we'll come back and we'll start digging into today's top stories don't go away
Maverick News. Fighting for freedom. Okay, I'm back. And I had to make a little adjustment there on Facebook because of copyright issues. I hope everybody can hear me okay. Let me just check in the, uh, in the chat. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> I should have asked that first because I've been messing around with all of the audio settings. There's a new mixer hooked up to everything, and I really have no idea if any of this is even really streaming out there properly. So let me just check in on the chat here. Before we go any further, and it looks like I'm getting an all good from Death Rosier, Rosiers. Are we okay? Yes, yeah, sound good. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much, guys, for the feedback there. So it looks like we are all set to rock and roll here. Where should we begin tonight? Well, Let's start with JT, shall we? Uh, first of all, he was in Ontario making a healthcare announcement today, but it was the Q&A afterward with the media that really generated the most, I think, news value. He doubled down on his support for Ukraine, tripled down, quadrupled down as he was asked about Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin last night. And of course, one of the things that came up was that Nazi that appeared in Parliament in Canada, an extreme embarrassment. And what did we find out just recently within the past week? Well, that Justin Trudeau himself was responsible for his office, was responsible for inviting Yaroslav Hunka to a reception as part of Vladimir Zelensky's visit to Canada. And then you had that Ukrainian who did serve with the Nazi SS in Ukraine, was invited as a guest of honor to Parliament, and then they paid tribute to him. It was the strangest thing I've seen in a long time. And... Many are calling again for Justin Trudeau's resignation. Today, back on the hot seat at uh, this news conference in Ontario, where he was asked about Vladimir Putin's reference to this incident in Tucker Carlson's interview last night. Here it is. Premier Ford, uh, we're delivering for Canadians. Prime Minister Siobhan Morris from CTV News. Uh, you've been such an ardent supporter of Ukraine, but there's been a lot of controversy surrounding President Zelensky's visit here, and now we've heard Vladimir Putin use some of that embarrassment in an interview with Tucker Carlson. How does it feel to know that that visit and your office's role in inviting uh, a, Nazi, a former Nazi uh, to a reception is creating hardship for an ally? Vladimir Putin chose to invade a neighboring sovereign country, violating the rights, the sovereignty, the territorial integrity of Ukraine, and violating the rules-based order that underpins the safety, the security of all of us living in democracy, in free democracies around the world. He will, of course, use whatever propaganda he can engage in 
But I can tell you, Canadians will not be fooled. Canada stands with Ukraine, not just because we are friends to Ukraine, but because the rules-based order and the system of laws and the UN Charter protect all of us, not just Ukrainians. So we will continue to be there with Ukraine for as much as it takes, for as long as it takes. Unfortunately, we see the lengths to which Russian propaganda will go to try and impact public opinion, to try and twist things the way we want to. Unfortunately, we saw recently the Conservative Party of Canada that is anchored in so many Ukrainian-Canadian communities across the prairies fall prey to Russian disinformation and misinformation and vote against a modernization of a free trade deal with Ukraine that Ukraine desperately needs, that President Zelensky asked us to support, all of us in Parliament, asked us to support so that Ukraine can rebuild and reconstruct and recover when this terrible illegal war by Putin is over. So Putin will try and distract all he likes. And unfortunately, Pierre Polyev has fallen into his trap. But I can tell you that the Canadian government and Canadians in general will continue to stand for what is right and stand with Ukraine. Hey, good morning. Hmm. So that was his reaction to that. What did we see last night? We saw a lot of, um, there were some surprising things for me. You know, one of the things that really surprised me was Vladimir Putin's reference to Tucker Carlson's desire at one point to work for the CIA. Did you guys pick up on that last night? I thought that was pretty wild. It looked like at the, at the time, I don't know, you, you, I mean, you give me your assessment, but let's take a look at that again. Let's take a look at that moment, because some people are saying it looked like Tucker Carlson was, he had an, a deer caught in the headlights expression. Sort of like, how did you get that information? I didn't know that Tucker Carlson had applied to work for the CIA. And I have to say, I, I find it a little bit weird at this point to get this information. Let's just study his reaction again to that moment last night. With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although it is a serious organization, I understand. With the backing Again. of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. Here. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. Look again. We should thank God they didn't let you in. So there's a guy who wanted to work for the CIA that everybody seems to be so worried about these days because the CIA gets blamed for everything. <laughs> he, 
And there's a guy who wanted to work for them, wears the ties, has the look. All he's missing is the earpiece, but there he is sitting across from, you know, the King, former KGB agent, uh, having a conversation. So the wannabe CIA guy, now journalist, sitting across from, an, uh, you know, a former KGB guy who is now president of Russia. And everybody is like, I believe everything they're saying. Ah. <laughs> uh, and the, and the thing is, it seems like maybe they are the most trustworthy people to listen to. What a strange time we live in. Wow. You know? <laughs> so all that was going on. And then, you know, as all that's happening, it's interesting to note. Um especially given Vladimir Putin's, you know, half hour plus history lesson last night, which I think you'll find if you dig down, drill down into that, you'll find that there are connections even up into Alaska um, and the legitimacy or lack thereof in some people's view of the United States uh, claim to that piece of land. Everything these days is being thrown into question. It seems there are a lot of people who are just simply out there to try to delegitimize Western governments in general. It's not a real country. They have no sovereignty. It's just a corporation like Burger King. <laughs> With nuclear bombs, of course. <laughs> and a police force and a military and guns and the rule of law and constitutions, but they're not real. Yeah, so unreal that um, it seems Russia this week was prepared to test the limits of sovereignty. They sent two military jets, two military planes anyway, into or near They were in international airspace, but they were just off Alaska. The North American Aerospace Defense Command reported this back on Tuesday. Mainstream media just catching up on this now. We knew about this actually not long after it had happened. We, of course, were so preoccupied with the Tucker Carlson stuff that this story here, we did not really pick up on it either. But I was aware of it. There have been previous reports, but MSM just picking up on it now. And actually, there um, were four Russian warplanes flying near Alaska. Um, it's an area that stretches about 150 miles off the U.S. coast. It's monitored to provide additional reaction time in case of hostile actions. And in a statement from NORAD, they say the Russian aircraft remained in international airspace and did not enter American or Canadian sovereign airspace. And they went on to say this Russian activity, quote, in the Alaska ADIZZ occurs regularly and is not seen as a threat. But it was significant enough that they issued the statement 
and media picking up on it. And then Russian did confirm on Wednesday that two of its Tu-95 bombers flew over waters near Alaska. They flew for about nine hours and were escorted by Su-30SM fighter jets. That confirmation coming from the Russian military. And Russia says the flight was carried out in strict accordance with international rules for the use of airspace. So there you go. Just uh, testing, test, test, test. Test, test, test. That's what it is. Test the boundaries, test the equipment, test the reaction time. Keep everything tuned up and ready to blow at any moment as we see continuing escalation in this worldwide conflict, both kinetically now in Ukraine and Gaza and globally through the information war. Propaganda. PSYOPs. And more. Pretty crazy stuff. All right, let's take a little break. Then we're going to come back and talk about Joe Biden's memory. I'll try not to forget. Be right back. If I can remember what button to push. Hang on. Wait a minute. Where am I? What way is it off the stage? FreedomReporters.com. That's FreedomReporters.com. Maverick News. The antivirus program for your mind. Okay, so Biden, right? This issue of his memory at all stems from. I mean, it's it's it's. <laughs> of public interest because of all the gaffes he's making, because he's, he's, he's fallen down so many times, because he stumbles in most of his speeches. He f seems to forget where he is, forget who he is, can't find his way off the stage when he's speaking. And now, you know, his defense counsel citing his memory issues as they go to court seeking to 
prevent him from being charged for mishandling government documents in a very similar sort of case to what Donald Trump was facing at Mar-a-Lago. But now, New York Congresswoman Claudia Tenney has, has submitted a letter to Attorney General Garland saying that Biden cabinet, well, you know, they want, she wants the Biden cabinet to explore the 25th Amendment unfit to govern the country as president. Federal prosecutors admitting that Joe Biden is unfit for office. She's saying then we need to look at the 25th Amendment, either that or they need to charge him because of the way he was handling the documents and making waves over on Fox News. Here's the clip. Why it is that you think that that it's important now to to use the 25th Amendment to try and remove President Biden from office? Well, first, Trace, I just want to say President Biden needs to be charged or he needs to be removed from office under the 25th Amendment. There isn't a middle ground here. And as some of your prior guests have eloquently explained, you know, the prosecutor has made a reasonable case that Joe Biden and obviously stated that he actually mishandled, disclosed and improperly mm -hmm. used uh, used classified materials. He then said, but, you know, we are judging his personality and that we don't think that we can get a jury to come to a conclusion on that, which is really not the standard because he is forgetful and an old man. And he actually mm -hmm. also makes a reasonable case that Joe Biden can actually stand trial. So if yeah. he can't stand trial, he certainly can't carry out the duties of president of the United States and yeah. commander in chief of our armed forces. So that's why I think it's one or the other. You either have to prosecute him or he has to be removed under the under the 25th Amendment. That's why I sent this letter that I penned yep. this evening on the breaking news to Merrick Garland. And so uh, we appreciate you highlighting this, but this has become a long time embarrassing situation. Everyone I talk to cringes whenever we see yep. Joe Biden uh, on, on the TV and, and it, he's struggling, he can't remember things. And it's, and it's, it's, it's also shocking what John Liu just pointed out that he's been mishandling classified documents for such a long period of time, yep. and yet there's no decision to prosecute. Yeah. So uh, prosecutors have an ethical duty not to, you know, there is, there should be equal justice under law. You cannot make sure. uh, distinctions because you don't like somebody's personality and you like, and somebody else's, you know, you work for. Yeah. You talk about the letter that you wrote. You sent the letter, as you said, to the Attorney General Merrick Garland, as well as cabinet members, invoking the 25th Amendment. And it reads in part, quoting here, he most assuredly lacks the ability, speaking about the president, to execute his presidential responsibilities. Accordingly, it is incumbent upon you to begin proceedings to remove the president pursuant to the 25th Amendment of the United States Constitution. President Biden needs to be charged or he needs to be removed. There is no middle ground. And what I, I was captured and you just kind of alluded to that, is the fact that you're saying there is no middle ground. Either it's you, you charge him with these documents or something else has to happen. But you can't say he can't go before a jury because he doesn't have the memory to, do, to put on a, a, a positive defense or, or a strong defense, and yet he does have the mental acuity to be in the Oval Office for five more years. Well, that's exactly it, Trace. If he's not competent to stand trial, which is a reasonable assessment 
which they seem to be alluding to, the special counsel, her, then how can he be president of the United States? How can he be competent enough under the, the 25th Amendment? This is exactly the moment that the 25th Amendment was created for, for someone who literally cannot carry out the responsibilities. And when you look back and see some of the sensitive documents mm -hmm. that he's had in his flimsy garage, you know, with very little security versus what we've seen uh, President Trump holding, you know, in Mar-a-Lago with the constant Secret Service looking over it. And as you dis as, as you distinguished before, Trace, yep. the difference between the president of the United States, who has more immunities than the vice president or a senator, those are the reasons. And that's why you can't have it one way or another. You either remove him or you, uh, you know, yep. or you charge him. It's got to be one or the other. I, I just want to play this because this is from former federal prosecutor uh, Andy McCarthy, who's a contributor for us. But he talked about the 25th Amendment today. To me, uh, I want to play that and get your quick response to this. Watch. As you read the report, I can't help but say it sure looks like there's enough here to invoke the 25th Amendment. Um, and I know that's not what, you know, what he's looking at, what he, his purpose is. But, right. you know, his fitness for office is a major issue here. Yeah, the, the interesting thing there is Mark Thiessen, who was down in the right-hand corner, uh, Congresswoman, his eyes kind of lit up because he knows Andy McCarthy just doesn't say things willy-nilly. Andy McCarthy is very thoughtful mm -hmm. and very thought out when he makes these kinds of comments, so it says something. Y your final comments on this. Yeah, I agree, and I, I wish I had seen it earlier. I didn't realize that uh, Andy McCarthy had said that, but he's obviously a respected uh, legal mind. Uh, look, this is really important that people see that we treat all justice the same. Uh, and, it, and it's really important that they don't see one standard for another and one for uh, another person just because, as I said, their personality or, or the position they're in. And that's what the people rely on. We rely on our equal justice. And, and yeah. that's something that is revered in our system. And so uh, I'm hoping that, uh, that Merrick Garland follows through on this and talks to the yeah. cabinet officials and we, and we follow through. Yeah, we will see if this gains any traction at all. Uh, Congresswoman, we appreciate you coming on the show as always. Thank you. Okay, so that was the deal over at Fox News. And um, this was Peter Ducey. He was on fire today during this briefing at the White House, holding the administration's feet to the fire over this memory issue. Let's go there now. Thank you, Green. If the special counsel says President Biden's got significant limitations on his memory, then who is helping him run the country? The president of the United States runs the country. The commander in chief runs the country. How can he be trusted with the nuclear codes if I, I get that you're saying that uh, nobody in the building would say that he's got an issue with his memory, but just the little part of what we get to see he's made mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake on camera this week. So I want to be very clear here. Um, the reality is that report, that part of the report does not live in reality. It just doesn't. So the special counsel it is, is lying it, it about is, the president's it is, memory. It, is, it was gratuitous. You heard from my, you heard from Ian Sams, my colleague. Uh, it is unacceptable and it does not live in reality. That is just the facts. And, and look, it is a close case. That is what the special counsel said. And what matters is here is that the president 
in the last three years has delivered on the economy, has delivered on health care, has turned this country around after the last president left us with an economy that was in a tailspin. That's what we were dealing with. That's what we were dealing with. If you think about the world leaders, world leaders and issues that have been going on in this country for the past two, three years, not in this country, in the world, right? When you think about Ukraine, the president was able to bring together NATO, NATO allies. They've been the strongest than they've ever been and make sure that we are providing what Ukraine, the brave people of Ukraine need as they're fighting aggression, uh, Putin's aggression. And that is what this president has, has been able to do. His, his experience as former senator, as former vice president, and now president, has gotten us to a place where we've been able to turn things around in a way that we meet the needs of the American people, whether it's domestic issues or national security issues. And that is uh, what matters. That part of the report does not live in reality. Bye, everybody. Have a great The end for today. <laughs> Ouch. It's tough being Joe Biden. And uh, it continues with an actual face-off at a news conference with President Biden, Ducey, and check it out. <laughs> He's like, watch this. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory? And can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. I don't. <laughs> oh, my. Contrast that to the interview last night with Putin, right? Uh, quite a bit different. What else do we have here? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Justin Trudeau, he's, he's angry. Yeah, the, um, the company that owns CTV News in Canada is Bell Media. And they own, oh my, it's got to be half of all the media properties in the country. They're that big. Um, they own... Obviously, phone systems, cell phone systems, they own radio stations, um, much of the infrastructure for the internet, uh, cell phone towers, they own um, the source retail outlet where they sell cell phones and electronics, they own many specialty channels, they own the CTV television network, the biggest privately owned um, corporate broadcaster in the country um, and on and this week they announced big layoffs um, there's they say that advertising revenues declined by 140 million dollars last year compared to the year before and its news division is seeing more than 40 million dollars in annual operating losses so they've um, said that the company has less than 10% of its 4,800. Um, sorry, how should I put this? Well, they're laying off a bunch of people. 
is what it comes down to. And I used to work for them. And I kind of know the I know the routine over there when they do this kind of thing. Uh, they, you know, they're sort of pointing their finger at uh, economic conditions. They have 4,800 employees total across the country. And Prime Minister Trudeau is upset because Bell is ending multiple television newscasts and making other programming cuts. They, uh, the, the, the parent company of CTV, Bell Media, has announced job reductions and the sale of 45 of its 103 regional radio stations. So that's a significant change. It isn't clear who might pick those stations up. Probably one of the other major broadcasting companies in the country. Um, this should make for interesting conversation, I think. Especially, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait until people call in and tell me how they think that who owns all the media. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, Justin Trudeau, we'll go back to him because, of course, we know the government has been lining the pockets of all the broadcasters with special financing over the last few years, propping all of them up, basically buying the media, right? And they, they served as a mouthpiece for government during the pandemic. <laughs> now... Now Trudeau is attacking CTV, the very, you know, that the mainstream legacy media that has been running cover for him. And now they've, ta they've taken the money and they're running. <laughs> you, oh my, yeah, it's pretty typical. The Bell Canada layoffs of 4,800 people across the country. Your heritage minister accused Bell Canada of breaking its promise to invest in local news after receiving $40 million in regulatory relief funding. What is your view of that company's layoffs and what is your commitment to future government support with that company? I'm furious. This is a garbage decision by a corporation that should know better. We've seen over the past years, journalistic outlets, radio stations, small community newspapers, bought up by corporate entities, who then lay off journalists, you know, change the offering, the quality of offering to people, and then when people don't watch as much or engage as much, the corporate entity says, oh, see, they're not profitable anymore, we're going to sell them off. This is the erosion, not just of journalism, of quality local journalism at a time where people need it more than ever, given misinformation and disinformation, but it's eroding our very democracy. Our abilities to tell stories to each other of how people's lives are, stories that reflect our own communities and not you know, central offices in our biggest cities, is part of what binds this country together from coast to coast to coast. With, with incredible diversity of experiences, of geographies, we need those local voices. And over the past years, corporate Canada 
and there are many culprits on this, have abdicated their responsibility toward the communities that they have always made very good profits off of in various ways. And they need, like, as a government, we have been stepping up over the past years, fighting for local journalism, fighting for investments that we can have, while, all the while fending off attacks from conservatives and others who say, no, 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 you're trying to buy off journalists. We're trying to support journalism in this country and across this country. But no government can do it alone. Canadians need to demand better, as we will be demanding better, from corporate leaders, like in this case, Bell, that are eroding Canadians' ability to know each other, to trust each other, and to trust in the country and the future we are building together. So yeah, I'm pretty pissed off about what's just happened. Well, was that money well spent, JT? And I kind of butchered the numbers there as I was ad-libbing that on the fly. So they're, they're, what, see, Bell owns so much. It's not just broadcasting companies. They own, um, you know, print media. They own, uh, like, cell phone infrastructure. They, they're the phone company. And they're a vertically integrated corporation. So they own cell phone, just, uh, cell phone companies. Like, they own their own cell phone companies like Bell, they also own companies like Virgin. And because they own so much, when you go to get a phone plan, you think you have choice, but you're actually buying from only a few big, big companies with different companies set up under different brand names in Canada. People don't realize that. It's an oligopoly. Not a monopoly, an oligopoly. If you don't understand these terms a monopoly is like one company dominating an entire industry an oligopoly is several big companies or corporations dominating an industry that's what you have in the cell phone industry cell phone market in canada the government through regulation limits competition for these big companies the government protects them as a result, Canada has some of the highest cell phone rates, if not the highest, in the world. And they prevented, were able to prevent new companies, especially U.S. companies like Verizon, from coming into Canada to compete with Bell. And even the unions got on board and supported the big companies like Bell when there were efforts being made to bring in new companies to introduce more competition that would have resulted in more infrastructure being built and more retail outlets being established for cell phone companies and lower rates would have been the result for consumers. But there was a PR campaign. This goes back many years ago now. You may not remember this, but there was a huge public relations campaign supported by the unions that are connected to these big companies because they, of course, want higher wages for their employees. So they supported this. They supported the government. 
They supported the big corporations at the time. Well, actually, at the time, it was a conservative government in place that was trying to allow this to happen, but they were able to block it with the help of the, uh, the liberals and the NDP. They were opposed to it. Anyway, that's another big story. Bottom line is now you've got JT and the libs. They've been propping up these failing media companies, legacy media companies, with tax dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars going to them. Over the new year, CBC, which receives, I think, $1.5 billion every year, said they could not afford to provide New Year's Eve programming. I think that's the first time they've ever not had it. And yet they were getting additional funding from the government. And they said they couldn't do that. Where's all the money going? And now you have CTV laying off. And I was not clear with the numbers. They're laying off like 4,800 people. Now, what does that mean for broadcasting and journalism? Less than 10% of those of the 4,800 will be in media company, in media positions. The rest will be in other areas of like the phone companies and the cell phones and internet administration, things like that, I guess. So the company is saying, but it is going to have a major impact on the operations at CTV. They are uh, adjusting some programming. They're eliminating a lot of newscasts, pulling back on coverage. And that's always been the challenge for any, like all news organizations in Canada, because Canada is such a, a, a wide, you know, a big country. It's expensive to cover news, especially in a traditional way where you send reporters out, you have people physically going out on location. When you're a union operation and uh, you know, you have to provide transportation, union scale wages, uh, benefits, insurance, equipment, cover people's expenses for journalists as they're traveling. And um, when you look at the CBC, I'll tell you this, those CBC journalists are very, very well paid. The ones who are on staff. And even the ones who are on contract make a pretty decent coin, too, while they're working. CTV, a little less so, generally speaking, but they're all union scale. They make pretty good money, and it's expensive to do it. But run properly, it can be profitable. And given the technology that we have today, even small independent media outlets can compete. And we are. And we're providing a service that they don't. And we're not a mouthpiece for the government, and we receive no funding from government, and we, I won't take it. Because you can't accept government money and remain objective. In fact, I've turned advertising down here just from private companies um, for fear of even having the appearance of... Uh, of, of being uh, biased in some way or beholden to some advertising, some company that um, might 
be involved in a business that I'm sitting here thinking maybe that's, you know, too close to the news that we cover every day. So I'm not saying we wouldn't have sponsors. We certainly will. If, if something appropriate comes along, we would look at it, but uh, only if it's something that is not, you know, linked to stories that, that we actually cover. So try to be very careful about that here because you not only need to be impartial, you need to, um, the perception has to be there as well because the perception is the reality, right? For people, if you, if they think you're compromised, if you think that I'm compromised, then I might as well be compromised because you don't trust me. So I need to be very careful about what I do, how I conduct myself, where I accept funds from. And that's why I don't want the government money. And those mainstream media outlets should not have been accepting government money either, really. Government should get out of the media business as far as I am concerned, at least the news business. Now, if you want to provide, you know, certain services to people in parts of the country, especially areas of the country where uh, it's remote and it's difficult to get to those communities. Um, I can understand why you would provide some services in some of those areas or, you know, I could see tax breaks for certain situations, but not direct payments where journalism is required, political journalism. It's uh, inappropriate. And now, even after dumping all that money in, here's Bell Media saying, we just can't afford to do it. Just going to have to lay people off. All these people. These are the, this is the biggest layoff in over 30 years at the company. It's massive. That's a lot of people. And I, don't, I, really exp I, I doubt the employees saw it coming because the government was propping them up. But it just shows how far the mainstream media has fallen. And on the U.S. side as well, we're seeing the values of these big media companies fall. On the stock market, ratings are down. It's a changing world, a changing media landscape. And even through all of that, here I sit <laughs> with the only support that we have for this channel coming from you guys. And, uh, and we're still here providing a service now. There's absolutely a need for more journalists out there. But these guys, I know. I know what they make and I know how they operate. And uh, they're just going to have to change. They're going to have to adjust to the new media order. <laughs> Don't go away. I'll be right back after this. Greetings, brave mavericks. Our quest for truth continues. We go beyond fake news. Together we expose propaganda. Together we pull others out of rabbit holes. We are maverick thinkers. We are all unique individuals, individuals, defenders of individual rights and freedoms. Credible, trusted, 
grounded in reality. Maverick News, Maverick News. Defending free speech, free speech, speech. Donate at freedomreporters.com. Do it now. Tomorrow, maybe too late, too late, too late, too late. Maverick News. The world is watching. Feel the vibrations. Our quest continues. The truth is out there. Came back and there was a, a plane crash in Florida has been um, a private jet on I-75 in Naples uh, apparently it's a Bombardier Challenger 604 I believe two people have been at least two people have been killed Let's see if I can get you the latest information here but I have video let's uh, cue this up here this is fresh today tragic kind of crazy those cars are still going right by it. Yeah, nope, it was kind of moved a little bit. Yeah, That's it, a fairly big plane actually. It is, it's a decent sized plane. It's uh... So, I do know that, uh, yeah, two people were killed in that crash. It was attempting to make an emergency landing on I-75 in southwest Florida. It uh, hit a vehicle, brought traffic to a halt. And as you saw, huge black plume of smoke rising into the sky. It happened near the Pine Ridge Road exit at Collier County just north of where the interstate heads toward Fort Lauderdale into what is known there as Alligator Alley.
people there say it was like watching a scene from a a movie. So the Federal Aviation Administration is investigating. They have identified the aircraft as a Bombardier Challenger 600 jet. There were five people aboard. This happened around uh, 3.15 p.m. It took off from an airport in Columbus, Ohio. It was uh, headed to Naples. Fire trucks were on scene. Three of the people aboard have been taken to hospital. And two others have been killed. Now, let's, uh, let's see if this phone system's gonna work tonight, guys. Um, I've got the system cranked up here, so we should be good to go and uh, eager to find out if the audio system is working as it's supposed to this evening. We'll give this a shot. And I'm going to run the promo. So there's the number to call, 1-888-722-1077. Join the conversation. Call. 1-888-722-1071. That's 1-888-722-1071. Be a maverick. Exercise your right to free speech. Call 1-888-722-1071. The phone lines are open. Call now at 1-888-722-1071. Maverick News. Call now. The world is watching and listening to you. Okay, again, the number to call, 1-888-722-1077. Put the other banner up here, and uh, let's see if we can get this first caller of the night up. It looked like we had a call. We did have a call coming in. Not sure if it worked. 
I heard the ring, and then it looks like maybe they hung up. Try again at 1-888-722-1071. And I'll get the other banner up, as I said. Here we go. First caller of the night. Who's on the line? Go ahead. That's Steve from Simcoe, Ontario. Just Hello, to... how are you? Let me see if I can get... Um, Pull that down. Get your audio up. Can you hear me okay, Steve? Excellent. So what's on your mind tonight? And let me just dip into the chat here as well to see if uh, people can hear you okay. Yeah, well, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I don't think the war ever had to happen. It's, um, mm -hmm. the pace. Uh, the price too with all the inflation. Somebody has to pay for the war. There's no right. free lunch. And let me just uh, just let, let me just take take a moment here and just check in with our uh, our viewers. Can you guys now hear our caller? I know that there was uh, some some people are saying they can't hear the caller. So I'm just checking in on the chat. Can you guys give me some feedback and let me know if the audio is working okay? Sound is a check mark there. Can you guys hear him now? And can you just say something now, Steve? Yeah, yeah, I can go back to uh, the uh, the uh, interview from last night. I said uh, yeah. I lost you people about 30, 30 minutes into your program. Then yeah. I had to scramble over the rumble, try to find you. Right, yeah. 
Yeah, we had some trouble well, trouble with our feed. They were they they kicked us off YouTube twice. Uh, they've essentially destroyed um, with with restrictions now on one of our main channels over there, which we'll probably never get back. They didn't like us running that interview last night, so they've hit us with a bunch right. of strikes, and uh, so we're banned off one of our main channels now. The other ones are still okay, but the one they they've basically destroyed it. YouTube did. And uh, so that'll be the end of that, I think. I guess we have bad umpires. They paid by somebody to be bad. They can't call balls and strikes the right way. Yeah. This is, this is very sad. You know, this un-Canadian, it's unconstitutional uh, or whatever you want to call it. It's just a moronic idea to shut people up. You can never shut the truth down. The truth will always come out. When you start to lie, all you do is pile more lies on top of lies. But the truth, there's only one thing, that's the truth. I live by the truth every day of the week. And you have a lot more success. I'm 89 years old. I'm happy about being 89. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second here. I think I might have... I'm still trying to learn how to drive this phone system. So we have two callers up right now. Do we have both of you on the line or just... One of you. Do we have our new caller from London, Ontario on? Or are you still there, Steve? Are you speaking to me, Rick? I am indeed. Yes, I am. I think we I think oh. I flipped over to your call by accident, but you go right ahead. Uh, you still talking to Steve? I can wait. Well, let me just see here. I'm going to swap back to Steve. Hang on. Say one thing. Canadians got to sharpen up There's and... Uh, Take note of what's going on in our country. It's a beautiful country. Uh, I, I'm so sad at what's happening now. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's just terrible. You know, well, I'm, gotta, af I'm afraid that this is going to escalate in a way that we're going to end up losing the country uh, because of the stupidity of our politicians who have uh, let us down this path of destruction. And, and I think they're really... They're terrible. Yeah. I, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're only in the front of the dollar. Yeah. Like the NDP, especially, they backstab all these people. They're, they're working class people. I used to be uh, Secretary of a Union for so many years, and uh, I know what, what the union uh, code was. You supported your workers. Mm -hmm. We supported the NDP at that time. We had some good guys like Jack Clayton and all that, but now we don't have good leaders. So everybody's left that party, anybody with brains. Uh, I just have to go back to the far right. I didn't want, really want to do the Liberal Party at one time was a good party, but now with this leader now, it's terrible. It's yeah, well, the NDP he, really is not a party of the workers anymore. <clears throat> no, that's right. That's what he said. They, they backstab their own people by supporting uh, Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. We should, we should have had a, we should have had an election. Yeah, they're they're it's really a party of now of uh, that focuses on cultural issues, you know, culture, you know, yeah. um, social engineering, <coughs> not so much on uh, on the interests of, of workers at all, in my view. It, it's it's oh, odd okay. because I, I see more concern for working people coming from the conservatives these days than I do from the NDP. Yeah, another thing that we're, we're really doing badly is we, we're too much immigration. Like, I can't understand what's happened down in Texas there. They just, the Texans just say, that enough is enough, and they got the backing of 
25 more states. They just yep. can't afford any more people in that country. It, it, it just, it will create chaos beyond belief. Yeah, then that border issue is really now tied to what's going on in Ukraine because the Republicans have said, you know, if uh, the Democrats don't uh, give them what they want and uh, hold the line, if you will, at the border, on the southern border, yeah. then they won't, uh, they won't support any additional funding for the war in Ukraine. So it's it's very strange how, well, not strange, but it is unusual how these issues have begun to merge together. Immigration, the border, the war in Ukraine, the war in Gaza, it's all oh, intertwined. Yeah, they, they don't want people to have any say into anything. Just stand back and watch. Yeah. No, that's not right. We have to have a voice in this matter. I agree with that. The people need to, to have more of a say, especially when it comes yeah, to something they, like war. You know, we had that trucker protest. It was the best thing we ever had in this country. And mm -hmm. now it's passed over to the, in Europe, you see all those farmers over there. They're pretty irate. <laughs> yes. We've got tractors all over yeah. the place and the common are spread all over the place. And they're, they're letting the government know they, they're not happy. Yeah. You know? And any government like the German government that then stood by and let the Americans blow up that NORAD pipeline, and they keep saying, "Well, we don't. We have to have uh, expensive gas." No, Russia says the other pipeline's still ready to go. All you got to do is open up the tap. And they don't want to open up the tap. Yeah. They want to keep people paying. They're all in on us to make money. They don't care about the people. Put yeah. the wrong people in. This is what you get. Hang on this here a second, Steve. Way. I have to put another call on hold. And we'll come back to you there. Is that you, Steve? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm back yes, to you. I, so can, I've got to... I can let you. I let you go if you want yep. to talk to somebody else. Yeah, okay, we've got them, you, we've got them stacked up now. I, so I, I probably used up my time. I, I, okay. Great call. Bye -bye. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank you phoning you. in tonight. Look forward to the next call from you. Thank and you all right, take care. And bye -bye. let's uh, go to London, Ontario. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. How are you tonight, Rick? It's Isabel. Oh, very nice to hear from you again. I'm a little stressed just because I'm trying to figure out how to operate all this new new stuff on the screen. <laughs> I'm like, I've this is the first time out, so it's like I don't know if this is going to work or not, but at least we have some audio up, so we're halfway home anyway. So what are yeah, you thinking tonight? Yeah, I know tonight? people are mentioning the number on the bottom of your screen is wrong. Oh, is it seven two two? Yeah, oh, it yes, comes it in is. as ten seventy seven. Oh, and not yes. ten seventy one. So when yeah. we call it, it's. <laughs> Blue Cross Health. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm getting these messages coming in. I'm like, what are you talking about, Blue Cross Health? And I'm like, I see, I see some messages coming in, but I, I'm trying to do all this stuff on the fly. Okay, I'll fix that. Thank you. See, that's my. That's okay. That's my old bent arthritic <laughs> fingers trying to type stuff out on the keyboard, and I make lots of typos these days. I'm, I, I was a super fast typer in my day, and a little slower these days in my old age, but. Uh, <laughs> But there you go. And in your old age. Oh, yeah. my God. You're just a puppy. <laughs> You're just a puppy. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Tell that to my bones in the morning. <clears throat> oh, yeah, but it's not. They all say we get to the golden years. Uh, no, it's rust. 
that's what it is. The it's rust years. Rust years. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta uh, put no, this call on hold. Hang on. Oops, there we go. There we go. We're back to you. Sorry about okay. that. When, go ahead. When you brought up that uh, that little item about poor little Trudeau, he's pissed. <laughs> so now it's his turn. He gets censored now, like he's been doing to us. Oh. Well, you know, it's like uh, he st he still owns them basically with all the money, right? Even though they're they're selling right. off, like the money will just go to the new owners of the company, who the the, the stations, I guess. And who wants to buy a radio station? They're up for grabs. Yeah, <laughs> let's auction them off. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're up for sale. Forty five of them across the well, country. And it was nice to see his reaction. I'm going, oh, now it's your turn. Mm. We've been pissed for three, four years. Now it's your turn. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't feel there was a lot of sincerity in the anger, in the in the pissed offedness. No. It it looked very theatrical no. to me. Well, he's a drama teacher, right? Exactly. You know, he's Mr. Tampon Man, so you know he has to. <laughs> must be his time. I guess so. Uh, it's just, uh, um, I'm not, I can't, uh, yeah, I'm not commenting. <laughs> uh, but man. the other one I did watch last night, um, Sleepy Joe, and I thought, oh my God, like really? I mean, I, I'm with those people on Fox where they're, it's either charge him or get rid of him. Yeah. Because I just, I can't see any other way around it for the states. Like, that's crazy. Hang on a second here. I'm, I need to make sure I get this call coming in. No, they, they hung up again. Strange. Anyway. Oh. That's okay. Keep on talking. <laughs> We're going to keep going. I'm, I'm still learning how to drive this machine. I don't know how to. I don't know. Oh, how to that makes two of us. I have to learn, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stressful. And my kids will say, well, just do this, just do that. Yeah, okay, whatever. If I knew where it was, I wouldn't ask you. <laughs> so, yeah, but Joe, yeah, Joe um, old Sleepy Joe, as Trump would put it, you know, it, it's concerning to me because this guy literally walks around. You know, they follow the guy around with the football, right? And he, he, yep. he doesn't seem to know whether he's coming or going half the time. So scares the living no. daylights out of me. It does me too. Um, and somebody put, uh, I don't know, I can't remember who it was, but in the chat, somebody was saying they basically have to keep an eye on him because he wanders around the White House naked in the middle of the night. Oh my God, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> Just thinking about it <laughs> scares me. <laughs> scares me. Yeah, it, it, it's the fact that the way his mentality is declining. Yeah. If he was ever to make, well, he's made a lot of mistakes. Let's put it that way. What and, he's uh, done me, with the country, let me just grab this call and, and, and put it on hold here because they keep calling in. Hang on. Okay, hi there. Hang on. I have to flip back. I'll be right with you. Hang on. Okay, we're back to you, Isabel. Sorry, I'm going to have to come <laughs> up with okay. a better system. I, I would be. Calls on hold. <laughs> I'd be very fearful with. Um, him pushing the button out of losing his mind, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Not knowing what he's doing. I mean, it, it's what we already see. They don't. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. Yeah. And yet, like they said, you know, you got Jill behind him, but somebody else is pushing the strings because there's no way that that guy knows what time of day it is. Right. And, and what about scary. what about the Tucker Carlson interview last night? What What are your thoughts on that? I love that. I mean, I wish he would have asked maybe different kinds of questions. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he actually got an interview with Putin, that was awesome. And I know that's irritated the Democrats in the states, I mean, immensely. They don't want him to go there and get the truth. But listening to him talk to Putin, now Putin can't be that much younger than Biden. But it's faculties are all there yeah i mean and that's what i look at in a leader how they act not so much well sometimes what they've done but i like to see somebody with stability like with trump he comes out he says what he's got to say he's straightforward not this mentioning the wrong names the wrong countries talking to dead people and I found with Putin, he was he had everything. He wasn't reading off of a script. He was sitting there and he was being very honest about what he was saying. And to me, um, just being able to be an American to go and talk to Putin, to me, was a high plus for, for uh, Tucker. Okay. Isabel, we're going to move on. Um, just because yep. I'm trying to make this phone system work. Thank you. I look forward to your next call. Always Same here. You have a good night, Rick. You too. Okay, let's take the next caller in. Hello, who's on the line with us? Hello, this is Michelle. Hello, how are you this evening? I'm good. Um, I guess I wanted to uh, mention, you know, just about Biden. And what is hesitation to invoke the 25th amendment i'm I'm sorry what i didn't quite get that what is the what okay okay so what sorry rick because i'm on a headset here too um is what is the hesitation to invoke the 25th amendment in that country with him like Mm. giddy up let's do it yeah, you know what, Rick? I can't hear you. Sorry. You can't. You can't. Hear okay, me. now I, I can hear you. Yeah, I, I wasn't I saying anything. That that's why. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was just listening to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, like, what's the delay? Why? Why is it taking so long? It's very obvious that this man has dementia, and I don't say that lightly. You know, both of my parents had dementia, and it's just so obvious um, that something's going on. And I think what we saw in that interview yesterday with him was his best, you know, mm-hmm. that he was on his best behavior or his bravest face. And that is his best, right? Because he's in front of a camera. Yeah. But what's going on behind closed doors? Why is this taking so long? It's a serious uh, thing to do to a sitting president. Uh, I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's such a strange situation. The guy, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't understand how he became president to begin with. He ran for office from his basement, rarely came out. He was like the groundhog, you know. He, yeah. he, he's clearly losing his cognitive abilities. He's obviously not really the guy running things. And I guess that's, I, I guess that's why, because there's a giant, powerful, political, deep state machine behind mm -hmm. him. It's not him. He's just window dressing. He's a figurehead. He's just a guy that they stick out in the front and tell him what to say. That's all. That's his job yeah. is. He's, he's just there to sign things and stand at a podium. That's his job. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and, I agree. And that scares the living you know? daylights out of me because it is not clear who's really pulling the strings. Yeah. And is Kamala Harris pulling the strings? No. Nope. She's window because dressing as well. She's just, um, you know, she's filling a demographic slot for them for uh, you know, public support. Yeah. And so is yeah. he. You know, so is he, really. Uh, he fills his role. She fills hers. So the optics look right to a certain group of people. Yeah. And they don't want anybody in there who is a strong leader. They want someone who is barely conscious so they can control the person. Mm -hmm. It's painfully obvious. It is painful. Another thing that's painful for me about this whole situation, put politics, put politics aside. Forget politics, okay? You know, like I said, I had two parents, they're both deceased now, they both had dementia. And when I see him up there, and I see a lot of negative commentary about dementia, and people are, you know, it's about, they're directing it at him. And I know it's not ageism, okay? Mm -hmm. People are not being ageist, or whatever the terminology is for that. But it's not doing people of a certain age favor him being there again like i said politics aside there's so much negative commentary about dementia so much you know they're making fun of joe biden and you know i do like i, I have a good laugh seeing him fall <laughs> you know uh, in those videos and stuff like it you know it's funny i'm sorry it's funny but it doesn't help the plight of people of that age who are legitimately going through that, you know, because so many people are going through that, you know, with having dementia and having health issues and being in their 80s and stuff. And to see him act like a total idiot, you know, mm -hmm. I just think it's an insult. You know, I sit there and I read comments on YouTube about dementia. And, you know, I think about my parents who both had it. And, you know, He's making a mockery of it. You know, somebody's got to get rid of this. Get rid of him. Invoke the 25th Amendment. Like, how long can this go on? Everybody is laughing at the United States. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, he he's so old now, and he he's he could be president for another five years. He's this bad now. Can you imagine what it's going to be like five years from now? Yeah. You know what? I had written in the comments earlier when <clears throat> I think when I first jumped on the next the coming months are going to be quite entertaining, you know, for people who like to watch politics. Um, yeah. It's going to be very interesting because I don't think I think something is going to happen with this court case and all this stuff that. Uh, has gone on, you know, uh, just recently. And you were playing a clip earlier of, uh, I think it was a governor, I think, I'm not sure, saying yeah. either charge him or invoke the 25th Amendment. Right. Did his lawyers actually think this through? You know, that this would be the backlash? You know, the defense they're using? Because it's it's backfired. Yeah, well, actually, I mean, it was the federal prosecutors who said, "Okay, he's he's so old and he's senile. We can't charge this guy." Oh, but he can be the leader of the free world. (laughs) Yes, that's right. But he he can run the country. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust Joe Biden to run a McDonald's or a corner store. Could you, ima- yeah. could you imagine leaving your personal family business in that guy's hands? Yeah, Joe, I'll be back uh, in a couple hours. Take care of the shop, will you? Uh, okay. You come back, yeah. you, you know, the till would be empty. The, the building would be on fire. <laughs> yeah. You know, the place would be looted. Do you think his grandchildren are left with him? I don't know the ages of his grandchildren. Of course, I know he has one he doesn't acknowledge. Mm-hmm. But would they be left with him? Would they be I left le- left with him? With him. Yeah, you know. To babysit. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, he's a grandfather. Oh, oh I yeah, see what you're saying. He's a grandfather. <laughs> uh, would they I be left do, alone I with him? I wouldn't leave my dog with the guy. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, I don't know. You know, it's heartbreaking on the other, you know, the other yeah. side of it that I was mentioning, you know, the not oh, yeah. political side. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It is. And come on, do something about it. Get rid of them. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Giddy up. You know, it's yeah. the time to act as it is past. Yes. Yeah. So I hope it's going to happen soon. Anyway, Rick, thank you for giving me my uh my few seconds there. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Okay. Thank you. You have a good night. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye. All right. And I do have the phone number correct on the bottom. Now I think you can join the conversation tonight at 1-888-722-1071. I know some people were trying to call in. I'm not sure if the system is putting calls on hold or into the queue properly. So if you've been calling and haven't been getting through or you're not on hold. Now is the time to call because the phone lines are still open. Let me run that promo again while we uh, try to get a few more callers into the queue. Join the conversation. Call 1-888-722-1071. That's 1-888-722-1071. Be a maverick. Exercise your right to free speech.
call 1-888-722-1071. The phone lines are open. Call now at 1-888-722-1071. Maverick News. Call now. The world is watching and listening to you. Okay, we're back, and I think we have another caller on the line. Who's with us now? I'm Danielle from Quebec, Potion 13 on the chat. I just wanted to tell you that we hear a doorbell like uh, once in a while when you get a call or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the phone system letting us know that there are other callers trying to call in. So that's one of those little technical things I have to work out. First time out for the new phone system. Thank you. Okay, just uh, and another thing, uh, I really like your show and uh, continue your good work. I'm listening every day. Thank Bye. You. Thank you. You have a great night. And yep. you can call. Okay, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right, and you can call in at one eight 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 seven two two. 1071. Call now. Call often. 1 888 1071. Be right back. The New World Order. Government Overreach. The Great Reset. Mainstream media lies. Now more than ever, independent voices are needed. Donate now at freedomreporters.com. That's freedomreporters.com. Maverick News. The antivirus program for your mind. And while we wait for the calls to propagate in the uh, new phone system, which is not putting people into the queue properly (laughs) tonight, um, just a reminder that you can support the program by donating at freedomreporters.com. Let me put that up on the screen there for you. Well, you can go to maverickdonations.com. That's one of the places you can do it. Or also at freedomreporters.com. Now, I do have, as I've been saying, we still have some of these shirts left, these dicky shirts with the Maverick News logo on them. Donations of $60 or more. And I will send you one of these shirts. And we have t-shirts with a donation of $30 or more. I'd be happy to send you a Maverick News t-shirt or a Knights of Malta, Exile the Knights of Malta t-shirt. We have those two. We also have some, um, some hoodies and sweatshirts as well. For donations of $60 or more, I can send you a a hoodie or a sweatshirt. So we have those things to choose from. Maverick News, and I do have the Knights of Malta t-shirts in stock right now as well. Just tell me what size you would like, and they're all in black. So any, 
any color you want as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah. T-shirts for $30 donations. Long sleeve shirts with the embroidered logo. $60 or more. Or a hoodie or a sweatshirt. Um, yeah, and I do have a couple of Batmobiles left as well. And did receive a couple of nice cards today from people. Oh, yes, look at this. I received this today. Very nice. Thank you so much. That's from Deborah, and thank you very much, Deborah, for uh, the kind words, what you wrote inside. Um, means a lot. Appreciate your donation as well. And I'll be getting, uh, getting your shirt off to you as well. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, call tonight at 1-888-722-1071. 1-888-722-1071. That's the correct phone number now. The phone lines are open. You can also donate in the, the Rumble Rants over on the Rumble channel. If you um, haven't subscribed to the Rumble channel, please consider doing that. It's important because over there we're not having the censorship problems that we're having on these other platforms where we're getting hammered with censorship, you know, uh, with Facebook and YouTube. It's, it's just terrible, frankly. So I've kind of given up on those platforms. We are over there tonight on our channels, but um, it's a challenge just to keep them up. An absolute challenge. So we'll give it a few more minutes here. It's 1-888-722-1071 to call in and join the conversation tonight here on Maverick News. Um, yeah, I thought the Tucker Carlson interview overall went pretty well. Um, I wish kind of at times he had maybe thrown a few harder questions at him, maybe been uh, a little more responsive with uh, harder responses to Putin. But I think you're, you know, there's a lot of pressure there and there's protocol. And it seemed to me as well that Putin, whether the questions were provided to him in advance, which would not surprise me at all if they were, which I generally never do with an, an interview. Um, but I could tell that somehow Putin knew pretty much what was coming. And I think that really Putin dominated the interview as much as Tucker Carlson did a pretty decent job. Putin had the upper hand throughout. And I think he did put Tucker Carlson on his uh, back on his heels when he revealed that he was aware that Tucker Carlson at one time wanted to work for the CIA. That surprised me. I did not know that. At that point, I was a little bit surprised that he didn't say, how did you know that? How did you find out that I had applied to work at the CIA. That's amazing information. I don't think it's been out in the public before. And that in itself is um, a revelation for me. Now, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I can't say for certain if that information was public knowledge prior to last night, but I personally had never heard that before. 
Uh, I'm not saying it was public one way or the other, but I have seen some media reaction suggesting that, uh, you know, it, uh, it was a surprise. It seemed to be a surprise to Tucker Carlson as well. Okay, let's go to our next caller. Hello, somebody from Peterborough. Who's this? Hey, Rick, it's Sandy. Well, hello, Sandy. Long hello, time no hear hello. from. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, somebody's been messing I with me. I know. Yeah. I know. It's been a week, right? It has been one of those weeks, yes. Yes. Yeah. So your last caller about um, Biden, I totally agree with her. Yeah, you have concerns about Joe Biden and his um, his competence, his ability to run yeah. the country. Yeah. Absolutely. How old is the guy? He's like, what, 80-something? Yeah, he's in his 80s. Well, let's see some young people run for president. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to see Tucker Carlson in there. You don't. Uh, what, what do you mean you don't want to see him in there? Like you don't want to see him as like a, a vice president or what, what do you mean? No, not vice president. I want to see somebody totally new. I see. No Biden, no Trump. No, none of this propaganda media crap bullshit. I want to see somebody up and up, and I don't want uh, the other dude. RFK Jr.? RFK Jr., no. What, why don't no. you, what do you, what do you have against um, RFK Jr.? Why don't you like him? It's not that I don't like him. He needs to clear his voice up. Uh-huh. Well, he, he, that's a medical condition. He, he really can't. Well, you know what? Then he shouldn't be running. Really? Hang on. I'm going to put this other call on the law. Call around hold here. One moment. Okay. Hang on. We'll be right. Hang on. We're going to come back. And uh, uh, got, I got Sandy on the other line here. Hang on. Okay, Sandy, I'm going to flip back the call to you if I can figure out how to run things here again. There we go. We're back to you. Sorry about that. That's okay. So I don't want to see, um, yeah, I don't want to see him running because of the voice. I can't even hear him when he speaks. Mm. It is, I, you know, it is unfortunately a liability for him, I think. But, uh, you know, there's really nothing I, he can do about it. I don't think there's anything he can do. Other than well, he shouldn't be resting. even advocating. He shouldn't even be trying to advocate. He should be taking care of his voice first. He is a good man. I'm not saying that he's not, but he is a good man. And he needs mm -hmm. to take care of his voice. And he needs to man up and get it done. And if he does run, I will vote for him. But I'm not American yet. <laughs> yet. Ah, I see you're moving to the States, are you? I'm planning moved. on it. I, yeah. You know what? I'm so tired of this country and the red tape going on in this country, and I think Leo would agree with me. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm in, I'm in a small town, and I see people shooting up on my street. Shooting up, like what, with heroin and stuff like that? 
heroin, opioids, fentanyl, it's everywhere. Wow. It's happening everywhere. And I'm told I'm not alone. And it scares me. I left my I left my property the other day and I was bombarded by somebody with schizophrenia. Uh-huh. And it wow. scared me. I wanted to go home. Wow. Well, yeah, I know drug I know. the, the drug issue is huge uh, in the US and in Canada. It's claiming a lot of lives. I personally, I think that it's a, a combination of problems that uh, has started with, you know, too much tolerance in our society for drug use in general. And then you've got, uh, uh, you know, the, the government taking a soft touch with a lot of this stuff. You have foreign governments trying to flood the country with things like fentanyl and uh, it's and deadly. And the cartel. Yeah, and the cartels, and it's it's deadly. And it's coming from the borders of U.S. I plan on going to the border soon. I can't even go yet because I haven't done my passport. Yeah. I'm well, scared. Well, I don't know. As much as we see that the news is depressing and there are bad things happening out there, when I go outside, as I did today, and the weather was just beautiful here. Um, I know. It was like, it felt like May today. <laughs> oh, yes, it did. It was incredibly, you know, sunny. And Amazing. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah, me too. I can't complain at all. And uh, You know what? Was, My yeah. body feels winter, but today it felt like May. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it today. Again, another beautiful day. And I'm like, bring it on, Mother Nature, because uh, I'm all for this. And I was breathing deep and sucking in that oxygen as I went out a Suck few in times. Sucking the fresh air, honey. <laughs> yes, that's right. And bask in that sunshine. Soak it all up. Gorgeous I try, day. I walk every day. I'm 57, and I walk every day. And there's not a day that does not go by that I'm going outside. Weather permitting, I'm out mm -hmm. there and I'm walking it. So you know what, Sandy? Amen. As 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 bad as things uh, seem to be getting, when I go outside, you know there is no Joe Biden with me. There's no Justin Trudeau. <laughs> there's no New World Order. Today it was just the sun and the blue clear sky and some wisps of cloud and me and my dog. And you got and your Cosmo. <laughs> that's right. We were just uh, doing our strolls. And uh, it was a gorgeous day. So who the hell cares about those guys? I'm just enjoying who, the day. Who right? the hell cares? Right. Who cares? You know what? We take care of our pets. We take care of our children and our family. Yep. And everything is everything else is hunky-dory. <laughs> That's right. And then I'll come back and, you know, try to save the world at six. But during the day... <laughs> During the day, you know, we can just go outside and touch the trees and run through the grass and, you know, walk around the block. And smell and, the air. And, and breathe in that fresh air. And then we'll we'll dig back into the uh, into our our united assault against the New World Order megalomaniacs <laughs> at 6 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, do you really think it's the New World Order? That's uh, whoa. That's a broad question, is it? Do I think it is a new world order? Yes, 
It, um, but I think people misinterpret what that is, or people apply their own definitions to it or their own thinking to it. And um, as I've been sitting in this chair all this time, I am mm -hmm. seeing it in, in a bit of a different way over time. And I, mm -hmm. I think that um, I think people tend to blame our own government, our own system of government for this new mm -hmm. world order. But I think in reality, it's just that uh, we have players, world leaders on all sides who are mm -hmm. who have a plan or they have their plans for one version and the other group of leaders have a, a different plan and we're we're all pawns in this big scheme and we're being mm -hmm. led down a path to one destination or another both of which to me look very similar if not the same it's just a question of who's really going to be in charge when we get to the destination so mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And do you think like Trump is going to be president in 25? I think so. Yeah, well, I do too. And you know what? He really needs to watch his words. <laughs> They've been telling him that for Just a long like time, 15. and it doesn't seem to matter. Well, he has to watch his words. And if he does run again, well, you know what? No one is perfect. No one. Yeah. Yeah. No one is perfect. But he has to watch his words when he's online and he's doing the, the rumbling, like well, rambling tell you what, let's, on. Let's bring in our other caller. They can join the conversation with you. And, uh, and I think we might even have a couple of callers on. Who's on the line with us now? You got the bomb to stop a man without a plan to master all your disasters, Rex. Hello, sir. Whoop, whoop. You're on with Sandy and myself. Sandy hey, Anderson. Hello. You're not drinking the water down there, are you, Sandy? No, I try not to. <laughs> remember your waters. The, the, the water stories about uh, you guys are getting uh, some uh, nuclear waste from the Chalk River, unfortunately. <laughs> I call it the swamp. The swamp. Hey, <laughs> as long as you're not growing any beers or penises, okay, because you'll be infiltrated Absolutely by the... uh not. <laughs> Okay, so the water's good then. It's not like the Detroit River down roar. here. I am woman, hear me roar. There you go. It's not like the Detroit River down here, eh? Well, maybe uh, as long as they're cro if they're crossing over, be careful. <laughs> so, Mr. Rick. Yeah, Leo, what are you thinking? I I I'm still bent on that question from uh, Tucker Carlson, the Putin, where he asks, who's running the country? Who's running the United States? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Certainly ain't Joe, it certainly ain't Joe Biden. Who is it, Hunter? I call him Floppy Joe. <laughs> Sloppy Joe. <laughs> you know, not good. to make fun of the guy, but but you know what? I I, I can smell a con when from miles away, buddy. Okay. Now there's a guy in New York City. His name was Chin G uh, Gigante, a mobster. Okay, that was looking at life in prison, but all of a sudden he came down with this illness and he walked around the streets of New York in a robe. True story. Mm -hmm. Okay. Walked around in the streets and mumbled to himself. 
Okay, the FBI were watching him the whole time. He beat all the charges till finally they caught out that it was it was a, a plan. Okay, to trying to uh, beat the system, and he ended up getting life in prison. So Joe Biden, okay, it just makes sense. Let's do the mumbling game, he's got everything more else. Than the system. <laughs> Right, he's going to beat the system. He's not going to go up on charges, right? Uh, because you can't put somebody on charges if they they don't know what they did. Yeah, if they're if, not not they're mentally mental capacity, right? Yep. yep. Right. You know, so I could see that happening, right. right? So he's just playing playing the game, right? Uh, so what, you think that game. you think that this is an act? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like propaganda. It's propaganda, United States. Yeah, it's it's an act because you know hey, the laws have been broken, and nobody's above the law. Okay, not the Clintons, not the Obamas, none of them, right? So, oh, all hell's going to break loose eventually, right? Enough's enough. Hang on, I'm going to put this you caller know, on hold here. Hang on. Hang on a second here. We're going to add you the queue. Just a second. All right, let's bring this guy in too. Uncle Leo, okay. everybody calls me Uncle Leo. So Sandy agrees with me. There's a first, right? Jot that down, Rick. She agrees with me. Right? Uh-oh. Ask for Bell Media. I, I've always agreed with here, you here. for a long time. It's just it's nice getting through for once. <laughs> I love you, Sandy. Don't you worry. Yeah. No worries, Leo. You're supposed to say you no love worries. me back. What's wrong with you? It's Valentine's Day almost. Uh, love ask you, for, Leo. Uh, Bell- as for Bell Media, Rick, okay, yeah. I got no love for Bell Media or CBC or Global. Okay, when they they had a chance to paint the picture Hi, right. I just wanted to know the email address for e-transfer. Oh, well, ha- yeah, hang on I tried, a I tried to do the freedomreporters.com and it didn't go through. Just wanted oh, yeah, to make that's, a donation to you. Yeah, hi, how are you? And you, I added you to the, the call, or uh, the, you're part of the call, you're on the air here, just so you know. But if you, if you want to send an e-transfer, uh, you can certainly do that at Maverick Multimedia. Mm-hmm. Okay. At mail.com. Mm-hmm. And I can put that up on Winter the screen Ontario. on a banner. You're across yes. the border. Please do that. Thank you. Yeah, I certainly will. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll explain yeah, on the air in a moment. And I appreciate that yes. very much. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate the support. I was going to give her my email address. <laughs> <laughs> I should give her mine too, right? <laughs> oh, when so where were we? Dow Multimedia. Are you back on the air, Rick? We are. You're still here. Everybody's still on. Yeah. I'd okay. Like the Windsor. I would love to go to Windsor. Ah, uh, yeah. Better bring a gun. That's what I tell people when <laughs> right? they say, "I want to come to. I want to see Detroit." I say, "You better bring a gun." <laughs> oh yeah, right. Windsor in Detroit. Bring a Glock. Bring a Glock 19, right? <laughs> or a hand grenade, whatever. Right. All the kids on the block got them. Wow! Did they? Did they? So pay, did, 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 did the traveling convention bureau well. pay you to say that, Leo, <laughs> to promote your hometown? Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the NRA, the NRA, baby. You know what? Here we go. You know what, gentlemen? Women can own a gun now. Yeah, they always could own a gun. 
Well, I, I think they changed that when they were allowed to vote. No, no need, Sandy. I'm already afraid. I'm already afraid of of women. <laughs> I'm very afraid. Oh, no, don't be afraid of me. I'm gentle as a lamb. <laughs> yeah, I think they changed the gun laws so women could own guns when they changed the one where they were allowed to drive cars. Yeah, because they have to clean them. <laughs> What were you going to say they about CTV, Leo, and Bell Media? <laughs> oh, man, that, that, was, that was misogynist. The women got to clean the, the guns. They have to clean guns and cars. You're, you're good for something, right? Clean my weapons. Uh, Bell Media, okay, I got no love for them. They could have painted the picture right, and they had ample opportunity to, but they painted it wrong, and they called us names, all kinds of crazy things, misogynist. Racist, expialidocious, terrorists, okay? Yeah. So, you know, I got no love for them, especially AM800, and I'd like to see all them get laid off, lose their jobs, stand in the food banks and collect welfare and do a story about that. Okay, we're going to add another caller to the queue here. Hi, how are you? I'm going to add you to the call. We have three callers. And if I see one of their residents. If I see. If I and oh, Raphael, yeah, just, you know, Raphael is on the line here now with us as well, Leo. And you say you'd like to see everybody at AM 800, the radio station in Windsor, get laid off. There's there's positive thinking. <laughs> How to win right. friends. Right, and if, and I, see the res- if, yeah. if I see the resumes in my shop, I'll toss them in the garbage. Suck it up. <laughs> Why, what is it about, resumes in the garbage. What is it about AM 800, the people there that you don't care for? Well, when we were at the bridge, uh, Mike and Lisa in the morning apparently uh, said that they'd like to spray. It was minus 10 outside that day, and they said spray them down with with water and freeze them like popsicles. Oh, my. Okay, the people that were protesting, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, that, that's what they said right on the radio, and I, I laughed about it, right? And they said especially that Leo. I got the, I got the recording. I'll send it to you. Okay, especially that Leo guy. They pointed me out, so you know what? If I see there any of their stinking resumes at my shop, it's going in the garbage. They're a bunch of bums. They'll never do. They'll never be able to do what I do, and I'm not going to give them the ample opportunity. Yeah. Well, I know that Dan McDonald said some pretty terrible things, you know, during the pandemic about people who didn't get vaccinated. Really, really, really awful things about people. He said. Uh, the, the dis- well, he's transgender. He's 100%. Go flip burgers at Burger King and raise your damn kids. Huh. So you got Raphael on the line. You got Leonardo. Where's the rest of the Ninja Turtles? <laughs> and you got Sandy Ninja We're, Turtles. Is that, are you there, Raphael? Is that who's on the line with yes, us? Uh, yes. yes, I am there. Uh, one thing I would like Aww. to say, man, nice. Nice uh, panel. I really enjoyed. Uh, one thing I would like to say: yesterday, I listened to I listened to Putin's speech, and uh, I would like to say something and ask you to take your opinion. Leo, I could talk to you all night. <laughs> hang, hang when, on, Sandy. Let Raphael was, finish his thought here. Look, okay. When I was in the Marine, when I was in the U.S. Marines, if an officer looked at me and said, "Don't you have anything better to do with your time?" This is not a compliment. This is not something you take lightly. 
when Putin in that speech, he takes, he not only he says, you are, United States, you are like, what are you doing here? 11,000 miles from your country. And he says, with your economy in shambles, he said, don't you have anything to do with your time? This, this, is, this is not something like, this is a threat. But I see every, nobody mm -hmm. pay attention to that. But for me, as a military yep. guy, if the officer take his time to tell you, to come to you and say, don't you have anything to do? This man, he's telling you, get out of here, go find something to do, or I will find something for you to do. So I don't know if I, if I listen too much, so I would like to, listen, to hear your opinion. Thank you, guys. Sure. Good point, Raphael. Great okay. point. But Good the same point, thing reverses Raphael. If, Thank you. If, same thing reverses if uh, the Russians came uh, uh, 8,000 miles to Cuba. Wouldn't they have something better else to do with their time? Yeah. Well, you know, I think that we need to remember here that, you know, for me, this is a, a no-win situation because our leaders have uh, gotten us into a terrible situation, into, a, you know, mm -hmm. conflicts that didn't need to happen. And the mm -hmm. United States, through its, through Biden's incompetent foreign policy, that's what's led to this, and economic policies, frankly. And, uh, mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, Russia is not really our friend because they're, we're at war with them. I don't fault Vladimir mm -hmm. Putin for doing anything that he is doing. He's just doing what the leader of a country at war with us would do. Um, but there's no so, question. Rick, do you like Putin? I, I think he's a very strong leader. I think he's very competent. Uh, but I also recognize mm -hmm. that he's the leader of a country that, frankly, we are at war with. Now, I don't want to be at war with mm -hmm. them. But we are. And if we lose these wars, especially the war in Gaza, we are all going to pay a mm -hmm. very, very high price in terms of mm -hmm. our standard of living, our way of life, our culture, yeah. everything. Yeah. And in fact, you know, I think our country is in danger of being of, of breaking apart, splitting up. I think that the separatist forces mm -hmm. in Canada are growing in strength. I think that the United States is actually, there is a, a, a remote chance that we could see, uh, you know, the United States divided. We've seen just within the last week or so, a call from people like Marjorie Taylor Greene saying that a national divorce is needed. The issue is blowing up on the border. Now, mm -hmm. I think there's a long way still to go, but I think that Russia, China, these other countries that we are currently you know, in conflict with, I think they're trying to help this process along. And uh, it, there's more going on behind the scenes than most people realize. I think that there's a real danger there. And um, and these other foreign countries are I absolutely think Putin involved. I should be president of the United States. You see, now there, Lissandy, is exactly what I'm talking about. People think that the CIA is the king of, of, of the information war. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, no. The Russians are, and you just proved it for me by saying what you just said. People in this country are rooting for the other side. I've never seen anything like it. People oh, so in I'm Canada wrong. want Putin to be, <laughs> people in Canada and the United States want the president of Russia to be their president. 
<laughs> They're rooting for Putin. They're rooting for Putin. They're rooting for Putin, but and you know what? He may be better than Biden and the Trump. <laughs> it's hard to know who the bad guy is. Give him a chance. Right? It's hard to know who the bad guy is right chance. now. <laughs> Give him a chance. Let him take over the country. You're like, uh, think about what you just said. All right. And it's the same thing with Canada. It's like Tucker Carlson saying he's going to come to Canada to liberate us. Jackson Hinkle saying that they should just come take over the country. Lieutenant Steve Rogers saying that Canada poses an existential threat to the United States because of its uh, of infiltration from China. And and people are, are, you know, hearing that are up here in Canada saying, yes, it's time for the United States to invade us. And I'm it's blowing my mind. And while that's all happening, you have people hoping that Putin takes over the United States and maybe even become the leader of not just Canada and the, and the United States as well. This is this is unprecedented. This is could you, could you ever imagine you, 30 years ago, this kind of talk 30 years absolutely. ago, <laughs> no. there'd be a lot of people locked up. Oh, <laughs> just this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. 30 years ago, the, the prisons would be full. Pay his taxes while he sits behind a desk and push a pen. So, I don't know. So don't, t you know, people sit there and say, oh, all this is being done by the CIA. Like hell. <laughs> okay. It's not the CIA that's trying to convince people to, well, to give up, to, to give up and surrender to Russia. <laughs> it's, it's, because that's where we're at. And that interview last night, folks, quite frankly, that also, his answers, he knew what was coming. He knew what to say. And that entire interview is also uh, designed to add to that momentum to get people to surrender. And I just ran that story earlier this week talking about China mm -hmm. um, developing mm -hmm. cognitive warfare techniques, which is exactly that. Mm -hmm. It's to take over countries through information and psychological warfare in ways that allow them to win the war without ever firing a shot. And that's what's happening. Look, you just said it. I, I hope Putin becomes our president. <laughs> Right. It's um, fake bomb I don't. Cell. Game it's over. Fake bomb cell. <laughs> okay, Rick, it's I'm out of here. Nice talking to you, Sandy. Have a good night, Raphael. Just one last you before you go, Leo. Before you go, do, do, do you do you see what I'm saying there? I just want your your quick opinion on that, or am I just delusional and down a rabbit hole? No, no. If, if no, this happened, third, if any of this talk was. Um, uh, under uh, Mikhail Gorbachev or even Boris Yeltsin, okay, yeah. in those days, you would have been locked Boris up Yeltsin. as being a communist sympathizer. Oh yeah, okay, they would have they would have locked you up. Okay, uh, yeah, it's social media. I could see the government saying enough with the social media and pulling the plug on it. Yeah, it's this is right, that's uh, where it's all flowing from, right? Uh, well, <laughs> mainstream media has lost their shirts. They, uh, you got Tucker Carlson. He had 50 million views just on X. Yeah. Just on X, okay? What about Rumble? What about YouTube? What about other platforms? Okay, he had more views. I, I'm guessing he probably had 250 million views worldwide. Easy, yeah. I wonder Easy. if that right, was so. really Putin or was Biden pretending to be Putin. <laughs> You should have seen the numbers we were getting on some of our on a couple of our channels before they they shut us down last night. I mean, it was like the, it was good. The numbers were, were going up, 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 up. And the reason I ran that thing last night was because I knew like I felt that it was important to make sure that 
uh, we we defended the right for that to happen for for journalistic free speech even if you know it, it is a, it, a question as to whether he's acting in good faith he, he's still uh, people still deserve needed to hear it right rumble so. crashed gay last night yeah. rumble crashed and so did youtube to, <laughs> a lot yeah. a lot of platforms crashed last night because there's so many people viewing it yeah. now if you were smart people listen to me okay you know gamestop remember gamestop how people made money you go look at Rumble stock mm -hmm. right now. I think it's about seven dollars and ninety cents U.S. a share. Okay. Wow. Get in. Get in because I'm telling you, Rumble's gonna it's gonna be huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the government keeps its fingers out of it enough that uh, you know they don't force you know, a, a layer of censorship onto it that just turns it into another YouTube. Stop but right now, more. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's still cheap to buy that that share. I'm gonna, I'm jumping on it. I've had enough. You know what I mean? I'm gonna buy myself a few thousand dollars worth of shares on it and see where it goes because, you know, uh, look at look at uh, YouTube. They've shot, you. they, they shot themselves in the foot over at Facebook and YouTube with all these rules and censorship because Absolutely. Facebook is losing. You know, it's it's inventory which is people did you I, hear the scandal of mark zuckerberg which one yeah right <laughs> yeah they're losing their shirts right now. yeah <laughs> and, and, and by rights they should okay TikTok, right all on, of them right fucking on look, look how much a share is on on for for uh for meta look how much a share yeah. is for for youtube okay uh uh, Instagram. Now. Rumble's cheap right now, and I'm telling you, it's not going to be cheap for long. You could GameStop that shit all day long. Yeah, well, MetaShares right now are selling for $468 US. Um, right, so you get a Rumble. What's Rumble? $790, right? I checked the ticker yesterday. So Rumble is. Seven dollars and eighty-nine cents. Yep. There you go. Huge. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. Yeah. That's cheap. That that's considered penny stock, okay? Yeah. Uh, when you look at the blue, you look at the blue chips out there. That's penny stock. Seven dollars and eighty cents. Yeah, because Rumble is, you know, it's really growing and growing. Now, see Alphabet, which is Google, one hundred fifty dollars right. U.S. Mm -hmm. a share. And Brutal. you know what Google does? Google transfers scandals over to Facebook. What? I'm getting away from all Just of it. I'm staying on Rumble. <laughs> Just saying. With that being said, yeah. Rick, I got to go do some shit tonight. Okay, sir. You have a good night at work. Adios, bud. All right, see you. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Sandy, um... It's about that time of night, so I I'm gonna talk to you all night, Rick. <laughs> wow, you you have you have yourself um, a love interest of some kind, I think. So, what I'll do is uh, I'll... It's, it's it's huge. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Do you know uh, you. FBI investigation works with Google? No doubt. And the CIA, no doubt. the Biden administration. They were direct, you know, mm -hmm. they directed censorship. They certainly were doing that. 
Uh, you know, when we got I've the... I've been um, doing my homework. Yeah. Yeah, the government's uh, definitely involved in censorship. Every San level of government in the world is yeah. involved with the Internet. That is true. That is very true. That is they, true. They use the propaganda, they use it as a tool, and propaganda, the paparazzi... Yeah. It's happening in Hollywood. They do it in Hollywood. They do it all around the world. And it's really sad. Mm -hmm. Well, Sandy, it's it's the clock is ticking here. I'm going to get you to give us a final thought I know. Thought I've been tonight. on a long time. I owe you. <laughs> no, yeah, well, you, you give us a final thought so we can wrap up for the night. My final thought? Mm-hmm. family well that's succinct one word wrapping it all up family 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 matters indeed sandy anderson thank you so much for calling in tonight an absolute honor and a privilege as always talking to you always to you sir rick i sound like dumb palm <laughs> <laughs> Isn't I, she a doll? She's a doll. Yes, she is. And uh, I appreciate you calling in tonight and being part of the show. I appreciate you always. All right, Sandy. I'll talk soon. All right, you take care. You have a great night. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. And there she goes. There's Sir Sandy. And I should put that uh, email address up, as I promised I would, before we sign off for tonight. If you want to send an email or an e-transfer, you can do that at maverickmultimedia at mail.com. If you do that, in order to complete the transaction, we do need you to complete the security question portion of the e-transfer and assign a, a an ant like a, a word that uh, we would know on our end so you either have to email the answer to me so that i know so that we can deposit that into a business account because we do that for a proper accounting purposes the bank requires it for security reasons and for accounting so that everything is done properly and above board um and i would just suggest that you use the password maverick just like it's written there on the screen, M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K, Maverick. And if uh, you're not sure how to do that or if you have any questions, just send me a message at maverickmultimedia at mail.com. And you can send the e-transfer to that same business address, maverickmultimedia at mail.com. You can also donate again at freedomreporters.com or maverickdonations.com if you do donate through either of those. Um, $60 or more, I'll send you one of those shirts with the embroidered logo or a hoodie or a sweatshirt or for a donation of $30 or more, I'll send you a t-shirt. Just let me know what size you need and we'll get it done. And folks, I will be back tomorrow night, hopefully at the usual time of 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. I came on an hour later tonight as I continue to try and figure out these phone lines and 
I hope that it worked out okay for everybody and you could hear everything. We had a little glitch there at the beginning, but I think it worked out okay. A few little minor details I need to work out with the uh, putting the phones on hold, but I think this is going to be our new system moving forward. It'll be a little bit more cost effective than the other system, and I need to be responsible with those funds because unlike the CBC and Global and all the major newspapers and uh, Bell Media, CTV, and all those government-funded mainstream media legacy outlets, we don't get any of that government money, so we got to pinch our pennies and make it all happen on less than a shoestring. It's kind of like dental floss, but thanks to you, we're still here and surviving. We rely entirely on you guys for the support, and uh, without you, I, we just couldn't be here. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much for the support that you have been showing, and um, we'll continue to try and do right by you. So see you tomorrow night right here on the Maverick News Channel, and I just need to find the right thing to click here to wrap up the show, and there it is. Catch you at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the flip side. This has been a Maverick Multimedia Productions.